0: Welcome to the Stronger than Your Boyfriend podcast. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Bar Path Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. Today we have a Q&A podcast. All right, team, you know the drill. We have three questions,
1: and if you want to ask us questions, join our Facebook group Stronger than Your Boyfriend. That's the best place to ask us questions because we look at every single post in every there. One of them. Or you can slide into the DMs mm, social media. Uh, <laughs> What at my fitness <laughs> on the social media? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, on Instagram and TikTok.
0: Oh, my, oh this my, is going well. Oh, All All right.
1: man, Are we recorded a lot today. Are we ready? Yeah, okay, okay.
0: Question number one: <laughs> Any tips for staying motivated? I get bored with my workouts. <sighs>
1: Okay. Well, you Don't just we have, have your- a whole episode on this? We do. We have a whole episode on how to stay motivated. But really, if you get bored with your with workouts, half, yeah. You kind of got to suck it up because the boring shit is the shit that works. If you're doing compound movements like squats, deadlifts, presses, rows, lunges, you're always going to want those in your routine. Granted, you can do different variations of each, but you are going to just continue to do those movements. So those are the movements that are going to get you the best results. So you kind of just have to suck it up yep. if you're getting bored with it. And I I don't know, like if you're cool with subpar results, switch it up every day. Mm-hmm. But if you're cool with optimal results, then get up, get on a program, do it consistently. And really, I don't know why you would get bored if your programming is on point because you want to change your workouts mm-hmm. up, but you don't want to change them up too quickly. So right. the sweet spot is probably anywhere from like three to maybe six weeks max, mm-hmm but if you get bored maybe you're you're changing your workout programming every 3 weeks which is i would say cutting it close like maybe i like 4 weeks i think 4 weeks is a sweet mm-hmm. spot but still that's not that long that's a month and then you're switching it up so maybe now instead of like you know you're you're progressing different variations so you're you're doing front squats this phase instead of back squats so it's just a different movement but it's still all in the same
0: yeah and i guess the other question is are you so if you're doing, you know, your workout and it's consistent and you, it's a good workout for four weeks or whatever you're doing, like, are you also changing the intensity each time? Like yeah. the fun part of it to is me is the progression right of like in some weeks it goes down Mm -hmm. instead of up because of my menstrual cycle or you know my sleep habits or whatever but for the most part in a four-week time frame I see the weight go up a little bit or the form get better or it you know I don't have to rest as long or it feels better or whatever Mm -hmm. there's some progression there that if you pay attention to is what makes it fun
1: yeah that's I didn't even think about talking about that because you're right like in within those four weeks yeah you're doing the same movements and you'd have the same sets and reps and rests but are, is all of that progressing so right. like maybe for the sake of just making this easy are you adding weight to the bar every yeah. week or again like i think. Being in better shape is a good indicator they're getting stronger too. So like yes. maybe you're maybe you're doing sets of ten on squats, which we all know that's basically cardio. And maybe you're <laughs> like, holy shit, two minutes is not enough. And then by the end of the phase, you're like, I feel good with two minutes rest. Like yeah. that's yeah. that's a huge progression progress, too. Yeah. So yeah, you if you're doing it, if you have the right mindset going into your workouts, you shouldn't really get bored because every yeah. workout. You want to try and get better. Although we we all know we have those days where we feel like shit. We're just going through the motions, Mm -hmm. whatever. That's still great. You're still showing up and doing something. But most of the time you want that mindset in that like I'm going in to try and beat what I did last time. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just maybe again, just. Adjust your intensity, up you, the intensity yeah. a little bit. You
0: also may just need a different program. Not, not that you want to switch it up too often, but like, yeah. For instance, I was programming for myself for a while between, like, I used to have a coach for powerlifting, super fun, liked it. Then I stepped back from powerlifting, was programming for myself, and yeah, it was kind of boring sometimes because mm-hmm. I was only doing the shit that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and like not changing it up. And then I started doing the stronger program. And it's a lot more fun. Yeah. And I've been able to progress a shit ton, which Th- is awesome.
1: Okay. That is a great point, too. Like, do shit that scares you. That yes. keeps that keeps your pr- workouts yes, fun. So, learn a skill. Like, learning handstands was the scariest. Well, scary in, in the context of training, right? Mm-hmm. It was... Not fun for me in that, like, I was afraid I was gonna fall on my face, but that made it super fun in right. a weird way. Right. Like, that, yes. I was so excited to train them, even though it was kind of scary. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's like a good way to that. Put it. So, learn skill like pistol squats, that's a really fun mm-hmm. s- skill to learn. Handstands is cool. You don't mm-hmm. have to do that, but work to get better at chin ups. Like, mm-hmm. do different skills, and that will definitely keep it a little bit more entertaining for you. And totally. that, like, for it's, it's, this is coming from someone who gets bored with certain styles of training. Yes. Like, I have workout ADD, I've always said. Like, I went from powerlifting or bodybuilding to powerlifting to Olympic lifting. And then I found this style of training that I've been sticking to for it's been four a years now. Yeah. So, but that's because I'm working at different skills in progressing them. And I don't think like one of them, for example, is a planche, which is insane. I'm <laughs> never going to be able to do it, but I'm yes, doing, but uh, one no, day. maybe <laughs> probably not, but I'm doing like different variations that I'm training to almost build up to that. So whether I be, whether I'm able to do a planche in the future or not, it's still fun to train it and do these different variations and still progress. So that is a really cool way, but a cool way to, to quote unquote, stay motivated. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, I would also see like what are your workouts looking at looking like? Are they like body part splits? That gets old to me really yeah. quickly. Like, all right, I'm going in for fucking chest day. <laughs> God, so boring. <laughs> like, if that's what you're doing, try like a three day a week full body workout because now you're not going in and you know daunt, like, into this like daunting leg day. You're mm-hmm. doing like squats and then you're doing presses and you're doing rows and you're doing RDL. So. It almost makes the time go by faster for me if oh, I'm yeah. doing like a full body workout, w- rather than like, all right, it's fucking shoulder day and I'm doing presses and I'm doing another variation of presses and I'm doing a third variation of presses not presses. Now I'm doing front raises and lateral raises and cable fly and like just so many boring ass things. Which, yeah, sure it's fun to get a pump, but at what expense? <laughs> like, like that shit is boring to me. So I guess, yeah we just need a little bit more context yeah. of like what your program actually looks like, but those are all the angles we're trying to hit. Oh, you could also get a gym buddy. Yeah. So if that you're helps. just like one of those people, like there are people who work out, but they absolutely hate it every time. Yeah. I feel like those are few and far between, but sometimes having a person there will keep you consistent. Like hiring a personal trainer. Yes. Is it, I mean, it's a more expensive way to do it, but you'll know that your programming will be on point. So having a personal trainer and, or a coach is a great way to keep yourself accountable. And, Maybe stay motiva- Maybe stay motivated. Maybe not. But you're gonna show up no matter what because they're gonna be on your ass doing it. But or get a gym buddy or a friend that you know they're there. They see you doing it. You're gonna do it for them. Part of you is gonna do it
0: for them, so it'll help you stay consistent. So, okay. All right. Question two: Any tips for making the breasts perkier after losing a lot of weight? I picked
1: hmm. this question because I f- still feel like this is a this is a interesting topic amongst women. Like mm-hmm. they either. Want to not work their chest because they don't want to work their boob area (laughs) or they want to again make them look perkier, like this question. Mm -hmm. So, all in all, you have to work the pec muscles. I would maybe put more of an emphasis on the pec muscles, maybe more volume than you normally would. So, like your bench press, your fly variations, etc. But I think the most important thing is to work on your postural muscles. So You're strengthening your rear delts, your traps, your rhomboids, et cetera. So doing that, you're going to be able to sit more upright, which will help get you know give the illusion that your breasts are perkier. Right, better posture, yeah. you're going to look better in general yeah. because that's just how our bodies are
0: made. So, but yeah, like there's really not yeah, much breasts- else. Yeah. have fat tissue that's like yeah. the main thing to keep in mind is like boobs have fat and you can't really unless you're gonna get pretty lean yeah. right Which like, comes down to your diet or you get the you know smaller and perkier your boobs will actually get because of the body fat loss yeah um, but again you can't target fat loss so it may be the absolute last thing that goes for you yeah well this <laughs> so... person
1: lost a lot of weight and they want to make their breasts perkier so that just tells me that you probably need to strengthen those muscles if they're maybe looking like they're sagging a little right. bit. Well, it doesn't say if they lost body fat or if they lost That's muscle. That's true. Or if they I don't know lost, what I don't know type yeah. of weight you lost, but right. you you still want to do both. Like yeah. if you want perky, smallish, perky looking breasts, you have to. You have to work your pec muscles, but also you have to be in a deficit if you want to get leaner. Mm-hmm. So that's really the answer mm-hmm. here. Or you could go get them lifted. Yeah. That's and always an can. option. I was going to see if you want to talk about that. Yeah. I but mean, you can. That it really has nothing to do with working out. That's no, a procedure. But like, yeah. you're, there's only so much you can do for your breast tissue. Like right. you can either right. lose it or you can gain it, but you can build your pec muscles, which will right. help give the appearance of like making them a little bit perkier. But there's only so much you can do for that. Yeah. And that comes down to genetics and a lot of other yeah. factors. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, eat right. I mean, keep your nutrition on point and mm-hmm. you'll be muscular and lean. So naturally, I feel like they'll kind of perk up.
0: Just yeah, it it really just kind of depends on the person. That's you true. Know? So Some people like – or some women, super lean, mm-hmm.
1: but they have really big titties. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. like it's like they're perky, but yeah. like they're still – you know the bigger they are the more they're kind of gonna hang so yeah. it's like yeah it yeah it's depends. gravity yeah it's gravity man gravity it's cool just in you know embrace whatever you have yeah you were born embrace with those
0: titties it. brace the titties yeah all right <laughs> tits up all right tits up uh <laughs> question number three. oh this is for me you want to ask it oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> what does it take to become a group fitness instructor Heather. hey woo Well,
0: you have to be a woo girl. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, you you do. Um, Okay. So to be a group fitness instructor, it really depends and has changed over the years, which is good. So um, I don't know if you're asking about requirements or, you know, skill sets and strength that you should have, but let's talk about both. So requirements, if you want to become a fitness instructor, um, you're going to want to get a national certification um, from a legitimate accredited (laughs) governing body. Um, So, you know, ACE, AFA, NASM has group fitness, yeah. Yes, ACSM, I think so. all of those mm-hmm. um are good. Um you're also going to find those like one-off certifications like Zumba or um I think just this past Tuesday may have been when Lauren's... Nope, that's coming out next week, I think. Yeah. Either way, we had someone on the podcast who has created multiple certifications. Yeah. So you'll find those like one-off ones. Um, but on top of one-off certifications, it's always good to have one national certification that kind of covers everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say that it would be good for you to understand uh anatomy and physiology mm-hmm. and movement and all of those things. Um, I think the best Group fitness instructors are also personal trainers. Yep. Because then you aren't just like dancing around, you're also like helping people you know. move well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and some group fitness instru- uh, or certifications will cover some of that, like movement, but it's really hard to find that. And unfortunately, personal training is like that too, right? Like mm-hmm. it's really hard to find yeah. a good, like, cert where you're not just reading a book and taking a test um so those are the requirements let's say and then strength and skills um it kind of depends on the format right so um some of it it may involve musicality so if you're very musically skilled there's a lot of different formats that could go really well for you such as like cycling or bar or even like um i don't know they don't do step aerobics anymore but it's my favorite Um, (laughs) (laughs) any of those things or um if you're not like musically based or you don't care about that then you can still do like boot camps and you know small group training and things like that but again. Again, I think a personal training certification is really helpful if you're going to do small group, um, because it really is more like training than it is like group fitness. Yeah. Um, but you don't. the The best thing about it is you don't have to have a certain personality. Like that's bullshit, right? Like mm-hmm. we used to think that you, or they used to say, like the media used to tell you that you had to look a certain way, you had to sound a certain way, you had to be like peppy and whatever stereotypical, you know, group fitness instructor. That is bullshit. It does not matter what you look like or you know what you sound like or any of that stuff just be you and then maximize you Mm -hmm. and make sure that it's like a motivating empowering you so it doesn't have to be peppy it could be you know more boot camp style could be more forceful and you know just like be confident and you know do your thing and learn as much as you can and you'll be great and you'll get better as you go too
1: yeah I, i feel like there's one caveat because i'm a personal trainer if you guys haven't caught on so far and i dabbled in teaching group fitness And it's not for me. No, Um, it's not for her. (laughs) I don't think I like it. I okay. I don't think I know. I don't like it. Right. So I would get annoyed while I was doing it because I'm like, God, there's all these people have shitty form, and I don't feel like I I had the bandwidth to like go around and correct everyone Ah, because I had to keep instructing the class too. Yes. And then my feedback from wherever I taught was like, "You're you're being too personal, trainee." Like you're, you're really, you're queuing movements too much versus like building people up, like entertainment. And like motivation. there's a balance of both. Yeah, so it's hard. you have to have like, I feel like that's just like the skill part of teachings. You have to build yes. that. It's not necessarily the personality. It's definitely my personality to not want to do that because I don't <laughs> fucking want to, but <laughs> I just like, you have to, you have to hone in both of those skills, yeah. which I yeah. didn't. I was like, I'm literally just like sitting there queuing, everything all the time because i'm like i want you to get better and i'm like you know i'm like saying good job to so and so here and there but i really just want people to make sure they're getting the movement down and that's like
0: i'm just so personal trainee like yeah there's definitely a balance there of entertainment and motivation And also making sure everyone's safe. Um, And it's very hard depending on the size of your class. That's why small group training is a Ah, good intro because you can focus on like five people at a time, which isn't so bad. But then once you get over that, it's like, oh, this is a lot of people. Yeah, I could do the small group training,
1: Mm -hmm. but like no more than five because I'm still like, I'm not trying to sit there and like motivate you the whole time. I'm going to be going around to everyone making sure that their form is good. It's just like the programming isn't super, super individualized. It's like we're all doing these movements. It's a great workout, but like, are we doing them correctly? And that's what I'm like focusing on every time. And that's what I tried to do with like a bigger fitness class.
0: And I'm like, ah. This is yeah, too much for me. Work, didn't work. Yeah. Don't like well, it. and it depends on the format too. Like cycling, right? I don't. Oh, I'm there's not, with... not as much to look for. Like you can see the whole class. Even if there's 30 people in there, you can see who's riding their bike with yeah. bad form. And you can usually handle that because it's it's only like two or three little things you have to change with cycling versus like a deadlift. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, like <laughs> That's it's a different cueing like, thing. Yeah. There's it's... only so much you can screw up on a stationary bike. <laughs> this is true. You can
1: only so much you can screw up so, on a machine. Yes, so yes. yeah, just know your personality. Like if you're, debating whether or not you want to be group fitness or personal Mm -hmm. trainer because with group fitness you don't necessarily have to like have the clients to come in to meet you like people will just show up to your class granted you do have to be a good instructor for people to continue to show up so that they keep your class but know your personality like are you more like me you should probably go the personal training route (laughs) if you're right in the middle get both but uh, you know it just yeah see where yeah, your strengths know, lie yeah, know
0: your strengths and then you know yeah. figure out what works best just try everything
1: cool yeah, yeah. try everything Try, try it all. All. That,
0: that's our motto of 2023 yeah. right totally. trying everything try everything. cool all right if you like this
1: podcast please rate and review it it really does help our little podcast get seen and again like i said join our facebook group starting with your boyfriend and i feel like i already said the social media part did.
0: and we're your best friends now okay so follow us